Hey dear, I am so happy you're here. My name is Courtney, and I'm a wife, a toddler mom, and an aspiring entrepreneur. When I first became a mama, I thought I knew what I was doing, but boy was I wrong. The woman that I was in that first year is just a little bit different than the woman and the mom that I have become in this second year, and that's because I have become obsessed with personal development. If you hang with me, I promise that together we will figure out how to replace self-doubt with confidence, uncertainty with consistency, and we're even going to try to conquer the comparison game. So if you're ready to chase your own dreams, even after chasing around a little one, then you're in the right place. This is Chasing Courage. So I'm coming at you today with a bonus episode. Um, All the podcasters that I listen to that do bonus content uh, gets me so excited and I'm always so anxious to listen to it. So I am so happy to A, have the time to record a bonus episode for you um, and B, to just have the, the natural inspiration that was provided to me to bring this content to you guys. Before I dive into this, I want to, first of all, just let everybody know, um, if you've listened to my last, uh, my last podcast episode, um, in the beginning, I talked about how I was awaiting, uh, COVID test results. And I just wanted to share the good news that those came back negative. So, so excited, did not, uh, have or get coronavirus. Um, apparently I just, you know, had some really bad type of, Uh, cold slash allergies (laughs) and I definitely so today's Friday uh, Friday August 21st and I totally feel a hundred percent like a hundred percent like myself um, you know healthy and all those good things so what prompted this episode is my mom sent a text to my sisters and I she sent a podcast to all of us, um, and it was a podcast from from Joyce Meyer. And if you aren't familiar, Joyce Meyer is um, a Christian speaker and author. And the podcast was titled "The Test of Trust, Part One." And I will link this in the show notes for anybody who is interested in checking it out. It was a short, um, fifteen minute episode, and I actually, although I have. Um, been, I guess, a follower or a fan of Joyce Meyer. Um, I've never listened to to her podcast before. So when I clicked to listen on this, this was actually my first time checking out her podcast. And uh, I've been off of work this whole week. So typically I wouldn't be able to just um, proactively in the moment press play on a podcast that my mom sends me in the middle of the day. But today I had the luxury of being able to do that. You know, my mom just passed it along because she obviously felt that there was some some depth to it and she got something from it and little does she know just how much it was going to resonate with me Um, or maybe she did maybe that's why she sent it Okay, so I want to do a little bit of background here first and first of all say that, uh, you know, Joyce Meyer and kind of the connection between her as a Christian author and speaker and just my family being fans of hers goes 
goes pretty far back. Uh, I mean, one of my favorite devotionals um, that I ever had or did was one that my mom gave me that was written by Joyce Meyer. And I still have it to this day, actually. It was called The Confident Woman Devotional. And it's a yearly one where you do um, a small reading every single morning. And as soon as I was listening to this podcast this morning, I went and grabbed it. Like certain things like that, small books, devotionals, etc., that really mean something to me or that I found special, I saved them. And immediately I pulled this out and I'm going to do it again. You know, it's a, it's a 365 day or so I'm going to start it now. And I just already decided for the next year, I'm going to pair it with my start today journal, my gratitude practice. And so I'll do the, the Joyce Meyer devotional along with my start today journal, um, in the mornings. And I mean, it's literally something that's going to take me 10 to 15 minutes in the morning to do. So we just wanted to share that little tidbit. And I know that my mom will think that that's special that I saved that devotional. I bet you she doesn't even remember that she got that for me. But, um, the other thing that I wanted to point out was that Yesterday, I interviewed um, an amazing woman um, who I definitely now that we've actually had a full on conversation, um, consider a friend. Her name is uh, Rebecca Halverson, and she is a godly woman. She's a podcaster. She's a mom. Uh, We met through a personal development community, and I won't go too much into her background because I will do that when I do her introduction for our upcoming interview. But what the point that I'm trying to make here is that she is an amazing Christian woman and I have not necessarily made a point to surround myself, um, with women like that in the last couple years of my life. And I feel that that was God's, um, divine planning in having me and Becca connect um, and putting somebody like her into my life at this time because I've shared in previous episodes that ever since having my son, just going to church and things um, has kind of fallen on the back burner. It hasn't been so much of a priority, which that's one of the amazing things about God and Christianity, right? If If you believe in in the Father, the the Son, and the Holy Spirit that I do, He doesn't require that you have to go to church and be in a physical building to have a relationship with Him. But I definitely believe that that helps um, because that's something that I have seen and felt so much um, when I really step back and look at it in the last two years because we haven't been uh, going to church as much. I see my life changing in some of the more, you know, I hate to say it, but just more of the negative ways because I haven't been so proactive in my um, relationship with him and the church. So I find it to be non-coincidental at all that yesterday I interviewed and had a great conversation with this amazing um, godly woman. And then this morning, my mom sends my sisters and I this podcast of somebody whom growing up was, you know, a big inspiration and cornerstone to the Christianity and the faith that I grew up with that for 
at least maybe the last five to six years, I have rarely consumed any of her content. So I'm making no mistake that God is telling me like, it's time to let me back in, um, in a, in a different way and in a deeper way. God is like Courtney. All right, let's go. And the other point that I wanted to make is that when I set out to do this podcast, I didn't want to talk too much about my faith or Christianity. It wasn't that I was going to keep it quiet or try to hide it, but it was just because this sounds terrible, but I didn't necessarily want to scare away certain listeners or certain followers um, due to certain beliefs that I have. Um, But I'm finding now just this, I'm literally having this realization today, which is why I felt the need to get on the mic. This is probably not the best terminology to use in my Christian, (laughs) my Christian friends. Um, Please maybe give me some better terminology or verbiage to use, but I'm calling myself what I guess would be a very modern Christian. You know, I definitely classify myself as non-denominational, but I'm using the term modern Christian because I'm somebody who I, I had sex before marriage. Um, I cuss sometimes. I like to enjoy a couple adult beverages on the weekends. I'm just not, I'm not that straight and narrow, perfect path. And I mean, I know nobody's perfect, but I think that when a lot of people in our world today think of this is what a Christian is, they don't put things such as sex before marriage, cursing, um, drinking, somebody who struggles with mental health. They don't put all of those things in that same bucket, that that would be something that's separate from Christianity. Oh, and the other big one is that I feel like people might say that this is hypocritical is that I also believe that, um, like gay marriage and women who love women and men who love men, like that, that is, that is okay. Because the, the God that I believe in says to, to love your neighbor as yourself and that love is love period. And I, I want to thank Rachel Hollis for that, um, inspiration and my confidence in my beliefs because she is a, a confident woman in her faith. And yet she also proudly, uh, supports the gay community. And I just find that that's something that Oh my, like I feel like people roll their eyes at or be like, you can't, you can't do both. You can't be a Christian and support gays. So I don't know. I've, I just feel really liberated to just to say that right now. So anyways, those are some of the reasons that I was scared because I didn't want people to think that I was a hypocrite. But on one of my previous episodes, um, the, the title was Breaking Down to Breakthrough and it was unscripted, um, unedited and... I had a girl who is in my my podcasting group with me on Facebook, and we're doing this thing where we're going back and forth and listening to each other's podcast, giving real-time feedback about what we think, and one of the girls um, in the group, she listened to that particular episode, um, and one of the things I love is that we're not steering anybody to listen to a particular episode, so the fact that she chose my episode, Breaking Down to Breakthrough, um, 
out of the dozen episodes that I have out there, um, you know, that was just, she randomly chose that one. And some of the feedback that she gave me was, she said, thank you so much for cussing and speaking about Jesus in the same podcast episode. She was like, we need more of that. And it just touched my heart because I was like, oh my gosh, like I'm not crazy. I'm not a hypocrite. There's other people that are like that. There's other women out there that are going to say, oh shit. And then praise Jesus like in the same day, because that's me. That's who I am. Um, so that was so absolutely amazing to have that feedback. And so I'm just deciding from here on out, like I'm going to be real about that. And it doesn't mean that I don't think that like cursing is wrong. Am I going to raise my son to be somebody who, who cusses? Absolutely not. But am I also going to understand that like sometimes when you've had a bad day and I don't know, you drop a bowl on your foot when you're doing the dishes and what comes out of your mouth is the word shit. That's okay. Like give yourself some grace. Um, Anyways, okay, that was a huge tangent, but I just wanted to give kind of all that little backstory into this. But now I just wanted to go into some of the takeaways that I got from this Joyce Meyer podcast. Like I said, the, the, the topic of it or the title of it was The Test of Trust. And, you know, she was just talking about like how God feels what we feel. And I really needed that reminder. As somebody who suffers from mental health, um... I just needed that reminder because it's hard sometimes when you're going through it to, to, you just feel alone just because another human being might not be experiencing exactly what you're feeling. Um, God knows. And the other point that she made was, you know, he doesn't always deliver us from everything when we want to be delivered from it. You know, if I'm dealing from anxiety or having a really bad day or Chase is just stressing me out so much, God might not take those stressors away from me at the exact moment that I want him to. He doesn't promise that. But what he does promise is that he will be with me in that moment. Think about that. You can't say, oh my gosh, God isn't here for me because he's not taking that hardship or taking that shitty moment away from you. Just because he's not getting rid of it doesn't mean he's not there. He is literally right there. He is holding you through it. He is with you in it. He promises us that. And, you know, then she got, went on to talk about how, like, one of the, our biggest obstacles with trusting God is that we have this ongoing question of why. You know, we ask God why, why we're going through something, why something happened to someone. You know, for me, some of those why questions are, why am I so depressed? Um, why do I become so angry sometimes? Why am I so anxious? And a lot of this was new feelings for me after I became a mom. I kind of always had the underlying anxiety and depression as I shared with you guys, but it took a different form after Chase came into the world. And, you know, sometimes I would be lying if I said that I didn't get upset and question why God, like, why would you bring an adorable, healthy baby boy into my life, but then allow me to experience these feelings of anger and anxiety 
towards him, right? Like that's kind of confusing. You know, and one of the things that just, uh, just hurts is my husband and I are doing a, a really loose form of marriage counseling right now. Um, it's self-guided and it's through this app called Lasting, L-A-S-T-I-N-G. And we're, we're very new into it. We're very fresh into it. We started about a week ago and so far I love it. And so far I think that he doesn't hate it. <laughs> so that's good. You know, we can do it at our own pace. We get to pick the topics that we dive into. And, you know, it asks a lot of like self-prompted questions. It does assessments and then questions. And one of the questions that it asked was, how has your significant other or your spouse, what's one way that they have changed in the last two years? And it didn't specify whether to state a negative way or a positive way. And ironically for Rob and I, two years ago was when Chase came into the world and Rob's response was simply, she is more depressed. And to read that, you know, so like we, we each have the app on our phone and ask us both the question. He types the answer and then I get a notification on my phone about when he answered the question. And then, you know, I answer the question for him and he gets a notification and vice versa. Uh, it's really cool how it's set up. But, oh my gosh, when I read that, it broke my heart. And I can't, I can't even get mad or upset with him for it because it's so true. Um, but it, it did break my heart that of all the things that he could have thought of, because I have changed in many ways over the last two years, that that was the, you know, the one and only thing that he chose to address. But if that's the case, like, I mean, honestly, what that just said to me in that moment was like, court, you, you got to work on this. And you know, and I am, I'm going to counseling, I'm doing my personal development, listening to podcasts, reading books, but I want to try harder and I need to try harder because another two years from now, I don't want that to still be the case. If it's still something that I'm battling, if you know depression and anxiety is still something that I'm trying to manage on a day-to-day, that's okay. But I don't want that to be the thing that sticks out, you know, because in the last year, my confidence in a, in a sense, my mental strength, even though I am depressed, that's been a, a, on another level. Like if you would have told me, let's say like the year I got married in 2017, when I was pretty proud of how my body looked, if you would have told me, you know, a couple years from now, you're going to weigh 25 pounds more than you do now. And in some ways you're actually going to be more confident than you are today, I would have been like, you are full of crap. Like you are a psycho, but that's the case because I have been working on my mental health and, you know, developing myself to be stronger and realizing that, um, skinny doesn't necessarily equal strong and all of those things. I am stronger and better, better for that. So I don't know, that was just really eye-opening for me. And it, it also made me think of, you know, just, I can't, I can't do this by myself. And 
of all of the things that I have tried to change in the last two years, I haven't tried really diving deep back into that um, relationship with God. And when I was listening to this podcast by Joyce, you know, she shared uh, Proverbs 35 through 37, which says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. In all of your ways, acknowledge him and he will direct your path. Be not wise in your own eyes. Oh my gosh. Do you know how many times in my life I've heard that verse? At least a dozen. And do you know how much that just meant to me to hear it this morning? I have been trying to lean on my own understanding or the understanding of my counselor or the understanding of some of the podcasters that I listen to to try to understand my mental health. And it's not wrong for me to look to those places. But the most important place of all is for me to lean on God and to trust in God with regards to that. And let him direct my path. I can't direct my own path. Be not wise in your own eyes. I don't know if you guys can dissect that or really unpack that and know what it means. But it basically means... Don't try to do it by yourself or don't try to think you know exactly what's right. Because if you think you do, you're only fooling yourself. If you think you're smart enough to figure it out by yourself, you're actually not smart at all. But that's kind of what I've been doing. I'm like, okay, if I read these certain books, if I do these certain podcasts, um, if I go to counseling this number of times a month, that's the path that I need to take to correct my my mental health issues. And again, not that those things are not necessary because they very much are. But above all of those things, I have to acknowledge that God will direct me. And I'm also not saying that God's going to take it away, right? If anything, when I start saying, God, you you lead the path. I'm going to lean on you to understand why I'm feeling this way. If anything, what really is probably going to happen is that it might get worse and it might get harder because when we try to get closer to God, guess what's going to happen? The devil's going to try to come in. Shit's going to hit the fan probably. Stuff's going to start to get real hard. And then that's when people give up. But I have to, I have to stop trying to figure things out on my own. And I try so hard to do that sometimes, but we can become so much healthier, specifically mentally, when we give up on trying to figure things out by ourselves. Asking for help from physical friends and family members and then, you know, if you have faith from from your father God. You know, my mind never shuts down. I really feel like I'm always worrying about something, always thinking about something, always planning something. Um, And this was true before I became a mom, but definitely has increased since becoming a mom. And in some ways, I I like that. I like being a planner. I like being a scheduler. The thing that I don't like and that is annoying is not being able to turn it off when I want. So, you know, if I just turn to prayer more, if I just turn to trusting in, in God more, then maybe, just maybe, things will be a little bit easier to manage. Another one of the scriptures that Joyce said in the podcast was Psalm 139, verse 14. 
that says, I praise you for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. And she was talking about this just because of the simple idea of, you know, when we're so hard on ourselves, um, whether it be for our mental health or how we look physically, it's, it's so easy to forget that God knitted us together in our mother's womb. And therefore we are fearfully and wonderfully made. You just, we need reminded of that. I need reminded of that sometimes. And that goes from, for my son too. Sometimes when I'm so upset with Chase, um, he's acting a fool, he's having a tantrum, I have to remind myself, God knitted him together in my womb, specifically for me and my husband. And for that, I will praise God because he made him for us and Chase is fearfully and wonderfully made. All I can do is try to be the best that I can be for myself, for Rob, for Chase. Um, and not every day is going to be easy and not every day is going to be good. But I think that especially if you're a working mom and you go to work and then you come home and you literally only have two or three hours with your child before they go to bed at night, you say, oh, I, I want to make these two to three hours so special, so perfect. And then something happens like your your child throws their fork across the kitchen table or something. Oh, there's just, oh, there's just so much that frustration that we feel in those moments. I think it's just so helpful to know that like God feels that too. And God understands. Um, and when we want to ask why he knows why, but he might not reveal that why to us, um, in the moment, but if he doesn't reveal it, then he will just be with us in the moment until, until he's ready to give us that revelation. So I hope that this all sort of made sense to you guys. I hope that you got something from it. I just really felt the need to get on here and hope that you enjoyed this bonus episode. Let me know and um, I will talk to you soon. Thank you so much for checking out the Chasing Courage podcast. If you vibed with this episode, it would mean so much to me if you shared it on social media and tagged the show. That way I can thank you for helping me build a community of confident and courageous mamas. If you have questions or feedback, feel free to send me a DM. I make a point to respond to each and every one. I'll be back next week, same time, same place. But until then, what will you chase today?